Hello everybody, my name is Landon Ernest. Thanks for listening to episode 195 of the Vortex Apology Podcast. Welcome to the Vortex Apologetic, where substance reigns over mindless entertainment. Because biblical truth matters in a profound, timely, and urgent way in a lost and dying world. And now, introducing your humble servants in Jesus Christ. Ricardo, a.k.a. Beef, Arenas, and Jeff, the Brain, Claiborne. Father, thank you for this time that we could spend in podcasts. I pray that you would give us wisdom in uh, what we speak about. We are in uh, a very, very special time in our nation right now. And so we just pray, Father, that you would help us to project uh, what we believe God, you are doing in our nation at this time when uh, things seem to be uh, confusing and in turmoil and then things happen that we go, okay, that's never happened before. What do we, how do we make sense of it? So help us to make sense of it, Father, and help us to be a blessing in our audience. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Hey, bro. Amen. Hey, bro. What's up going on? How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? You know what? Thankful that the Lord gave me another day of life. That is just well, another, another day of air, breathing, and, you know, being uh, here. <laughs> yeah. It's always good to have that. Amen. Um, but, hey, we needed to get on this because it's been a rather interesting week, huh? Yeah. I mean, do you see God disrupting Congress at the moment? Even more, yes. yes. With the recent God. news of McCarthy McCarthy being ousted, yes. and the passing of Diane Feinstein, I mean, yeah, well, yeah, they got to they got to replace her seat. So uh-huh. I don't know what they're doing on that yet. But um, anyway, yeah, God showed up in Congress and intervened with what they are doing. They they are on the brink of destroying this nation. I mean, that's the bottom line. And they're still playing their little silly games as usual. Mm. You know, and what the, and they're tone deaf, and they could care less about us because they're not listening to us. They're not hearing us. Mm-hmm. Neither is Hannity, neither is Mark Levin, neither is Newt Gingrich, apparently, whom I had a lot of respect for. But my my respect for him went down just a little bit this week mm. because they're tone deaf to what we, the people, are telling Congress and the president and everybody else. We're sick and tired of the lack of integrity. We're sick and tired of the corruption. We're sick and tired of the insider trading. We're sick and tired of the briberies. We're sick and tired of, bu- of business as usual in Washington, D.C., and we finally got a representative in there that was willing to take them on. And that was Matt Gates. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're fed up. And he, Matt, Matt Gates, he understands where we are. Yeah. And all of this talk about, oh, it's creating, you know, it's making the Republican Party look bad. I could care less if it makes the Republican Party look bad. I'm not trying to save the Republican Party. You know, well, it's showing disunity. Well, I could care less that it's showing disunity because why would I want unity and corruption? Mm. Why would I want unity in the destruction of this nation? Why would I want unity in a lack of integrity? Yeah. What kind of unity is that? That's exactly the kind of unity they've been giving us. And we're fed up and we're sick and tired of it. And finally, with, through all of our prayers and all of our uh, agonizing before the Lord, he showed up in Congress and shot a bow, shot, shot a fire across the uh, fire. Let me try this again. I'm too worked <laughs> up. Shot a round across their bow. You know, when, mm-hmm. one, when a warship shoots across the bow of another ship, mm-hmm. That's a very, very stern warning that you had better stop and do what we say or the next one's going to be a direct hit. 
and we're going to take you out. So our, the, the people's warning to Washington DC is you better start listening to us or we're, or or you're done. Mm. We're going to fill Congress with Matt Gates, And there are millions of us out here in, in the, in the heartland that will go into Congress and do exactly the same thing he did. Yeah. We will dismantle the deep state. We will destroy it. That's where we are. Wow. That's, that's huge. <laughs> no, by, by way of opening, I mean, uh, you brought it down. You brought it to the house today. And uh, yes, I, I, I'm with you. We're, I think everybody, a lot of people are waking up and tired of the, you know, the, the BS. Let's call it what it is. Yeah. And we want Congress to have not only stay, you know, stand on truth now and do the right thing. Who right. cares? Who cares if they're, you know, if they're divided, who can do the right thing? You know, so, right. I mean, this is what we get. This is what we got going. I think people need to continue to wake up, continue, you know, what? make calls to your senator's offices and, and just lay them out. Just tell them, tell the truth. Stand up for the people. Get the decisions done for the people, for the better of the state, for the better of this country. Because what they're doing, the games they're playing, it's so childish, bro. It's ridiculous. Right. But but anywho, let me ask you. Of what you saw, what brought about, first of all, McCarthy's outing, right? And at this point, I know we I think I was already reading a couple articles where, you know, we already have replacements in hand, you know, one of them being. Well, we're looking at Donald Trump. You're looking at Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We got I guess we have to start there. Trump. Right. Yeah. Well, so first, first get- start, start with McCarthy. What what brought brought about his uh, ousting? The secret money going to Ukraine. Mm. That's the biggest thing that's being mentioned. Yeah, and the fact, and, that and that's a big people, problem for the people. I think. I think people are starting to wake up to that whole Ukraine, you know, uh, uh, money going there. It, it's a scam, bro. Yeah, it's a total scam. And he he snuck it in mm-hmm. after he had told mm-hmm. after he had told. The MAGA contingency that he wouldn't do it. He turned around and made a deal with the Democrats and did it. And not only that, but there are other things that he he didn't keep his word, yeah. right? Yeah. So I mean, he's first of all, if you're a liar mm-hmm. and you're making secret deals, I don't want you as Speaker of the House. Right. I think they forgot that they work for we the people. I think we just gave them the shock. We just gave Congress the shock of their life this week. I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One of their own being ousted by their own. (laughs) Yep. Well, yeah, and they're attacking Gates now, and they're trying Uh to get him kicked out of Congress, and Fox News is going all berserk over it. Well, you know what? We outnumber you, establishment Republicans. Yeah. And I'm not a Democrat. I'm a Republican. But I'm sick and tired of the corruption in my own prop party. And yeah. we need to clean our own house. We need to clean it out before we start dealing with the other one. Yeah. Well, we got to work with the Democrats to get things done. No, first of all, we got to clean house in our own party before we can get anything done to save this nation. $33 trillion in debt? Are you kidding me? Mm. I don't care what percentage of the GDP it is. Well, it's only 5% or 10% of GDP. You know what? I don't go out and run up credit cards and, you know, get a $1,000 car loan and, and get a HELOC on my house and a bank loan and say, well, it's only 40 or 50% of my income. How only. dumb would that be? <laughs> That would be stupid. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, really? I mean, I'd be pushing myself right into bankruptcy. I'd be, my car would be repossessed. I'd probably go into foreclosure. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, right? we think we can do this on a national level and get away with it. And where's our money going to Ukraine? Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's... They're flooding across our southern border like an invasion. Man. I mean, it's horrendous. I mean, you're right there in San Diego. You see it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, you know? And not only that, uh, did you see all the reports of all these veterans being kicked out of some of their housing to accommodate? You know, those crossing illegally. Yeah, I did see that. And that's that is horrendously shameful. But you know what? The deep state establishment politicians on in both the Democrat and the Republican side could care less. Yeah. They're the Uniparty. Party. I, yeah. I'll say it where, I'll say it where my tongue's not twisted. The Uni Party. Mm-hmm. They're the same thing. There's no difference between them, but you then you've got you've got the populist Republicans like Gates who are coming in and you know coming in with guns blazing. Mm-hmm. He waited. He just sit back. He sat back and waited, knowing that M- M- McCarthy was going to mess up. He knew it. Oh yeah. And they'd already made the agreement. They, they're screaming and yelling like a bunch of little babies when they had agreed with McCarthy on this thing. Mm. They had agreed with him that this is how it's supposed to go. If 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 McCarthy, uh, I mean, they had agreed with Gates. I meant to say that this is how it was supposed to go. If McCarthy didn't do what he said he was going to do, Gates when he only thing he did was he did what was in the agreement. And now they're all heard about it and all upset. You know why? Because yeah. he hit their cash cow. Ukraine is their cash cow. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's why they're funding Ukraine. They make money off of it. And the other thing is they don't care about Ukraine. Are you kidding me? All these bleeding heart tears. Get off. Get off it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, I work the streets. I know a con game when I see one. That's a con. Oh, absolutely. And the other thing. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead, brother. No, no, no. I, and going back to to uh, uh, Matt Gates, uh, he did his homework, man. Like he knew when to just bring that hatchet down and go. All right, dude, you're out. We caught you. You've been lying right. all this time. You broke all your promises. You basically backstabbed the party. <laughs> And uh, but yeah, definitely. No, I mean, he. I don't think he backstabbed the party. I think what he did was he introduced a thing called integrity to the party. Okay. You know what? You know the party's been backstabbing us for years. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, and they've been pissing us off for years. Uh huh. And they're all upset now. Oh, they're all upset. Well, get, welcome to our world. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> You know? No, but you're right. So, I mean, it's, are we going to see, I mean, is is this starting to be to where we're going to start seeing, you know, God's, he's working in everything, brother. His will is always his will and he works things for the betterment of his people always. But in a sense, when it comes to the United States and what's happening, he's still sobering all those things. Are we going to see changes? taking place as yes. people start to get more involved, be more vocal about it, demand that, you know, uh, uh, the right thing is done, start getting rid of a lot of these, you know, uh, scams that are taking place. Yes. Double yes. That's mm. exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> and that's why they're angry and they're upset and they're whining and moaning and groaning because they know We've got our targets trained on them. Yeah. They just got a shot across the bow. And now the big 16-inch guns from our battleship just went eek and locked on to theirs. Yeah, yeah, right. And right. and and you know, and and now they're screaming and they're you know, they're fussing and they're yeah, oh you you're mean and you're you're a racist and not who else what else whatever they'll come up with. What you else, know? right? Yeah. Yeah, they'll come <laughs> up with some phrase, some word that they think they can manipulate us with. It's not working anymore because people are sick of it. They're not getting manipulated anymore. 
They know the game. The game's up. They know the game because they've been playing it too long. And people have finally started to figure it out. Yeah. And And, 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 you know what, bro? It's so bad that even Pelosi came out warning the uh, Democrats, don't help bail out McCarthy. (laughs) Yeah, well, that didn't work out for her, did it? Because she just got kicked out of her office. (laughs) Yep. Yep, she should have been kicked out big time. Yeah. But that was amazing. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. My God. Anyways, well, we got that out of the way. How about potential candidates to replace? Huh? Huh? What do you think? I hear the word T for Trump as one potential. I personally like Jim Jordan. I I would take him, uh, but I would keep a close eye on him. Okay, sure. I would keep him accountable. Oh, absolutely. You got to hold their feet to the fire. Now, this in the Gateway Pundit, as of 1.20 p.m. today, Uh Trump considers trip to Capitol ahead of speaker vote. Ooh. And he already said that he would do it. He would... He would be a temporary speaker of the house if if they needed him to help out. He already said that. You know how much that would push his, you know, his popularity. I think on the, uh, by next year. <laughs> That's why he wants to do it. Absolutely. Well, think about this. As as. Uh, Biden continues to decline cognitively, mm. right? Right. Supposedly. I mean, that, at least that's what's being projected to the public, right? That he's mm-hmm. he's not all there. They will be looking at evoking the 25th Amendment to get him out of office. Mm, sure. And I have it on pretty good authority that they don't, the Democrats in Congress don't really care a whole lot for Harris either. They're not right. they're not big okay. fans of her, yeah. right? Right. I mean, nobody really likes her. Nobody really likes her. I mean, it's it's the truth. So what would you what I mean the, think about this. I'm sure they've got the goods on her. Mm-hmm. And all they gotta do is just parade it out and say, Nope, you're you're impeached too. You're gone. Yeah, right. It's it's back to um, the days of Nixon. Nixon resigned, and his mm-hmm. vice president, Spiro uh, uh, Agnew, uh, Agno, uh, resigned. Right. And Gerald Ford, the Speaker of the House, went into the White House to be president. That's right. So if Trump became Speaker of the House... Well, the Democrats are in a real dilemma now. Yeah. Because they don't want Harris and they don't want Trump. Right. So what do they do? Because mm. if, if 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 Biden goes and Harris goes, Trump is president again. Right. If he takes Speaker of the House. Now, will he take it? I don't know. It might be Jim Jordan. It might be someone else. There are a number of people who have their names out there. I think there's, what, three in Congress? Uh, yes. So Scalise is one. Jordan is one. Do you remember who the other one was? Uh, actually, Steve Scalise, yeah, Jim Jordan, and let's see, Kevin Hearn? I guess it's a name that's being floated. I don't know who he is. It says here, serving Oklahoma since, since 2018, Hearn is the chairman of the Republican Study Committee. He is also a member of the House Ways and Means Committee. Uh, let's see. So, so far, them three, and I guess Trump, throw Trump in there. And I mean, everybody knows Trump. You know, right. Uh, he was our last president. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, Scalise, Hearns, and uh, Jordan, and Trump. Okay. And I guess they all seem to have a good. You know, I mean, I feel like everybody seems to, you know, somewhat trust them and 
A lot of them yeah, are saying any any of these would be an upgrade. <laughs> so that's what they said about McCarthy too. I'm not big right. On, I'm not right. big on Scalise. Um, I I do like Jim Jordan. I do like Jim Jordan. He just dis, he disappointed me uh-huh. because he didn't vote yes on Alstein Mac- McCarthy. I, I was very disappointed with that with him. Oh, okay. So that, I did. I that, did not know that. I mean, I saw yeah, the results, so that, but I didn't know who voted what. Yeah, he voted. He voted to keep McCarthy in, and that that disappointed me quite a bit because I had high regards for him. I'm surprised he threw in a hat to be in the race for to replace him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I don't know. It could be Jordan. It could be one of the other guys. It could be Trump. Yeah, there's a yeah. big move in the country right now rooting for Trump. <laughs> get it? Yes, you know? yes. Trump um, has a large following, bro. As minus as, as as you know, as many people hate him, uh, he's got a large following, and he's getting you know he's getting more popular and popular. And the worse uh, uh, Biden has become, the more popular Trump has become. Why? Because, I mean. They look at everything that transpired, you know, since Biden uh, became president from, you know, the the stealing of uh, the race itself to his just deteriorating health. And I mean, you can't even understand what the guy says a majority of the time. Last time I was looking at one of the reports, those he had notes in a little three by five card of what he had to say. And it's like it keeps getting worse and worse. So yeah, he's 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 not running the country. Somebody else is. Somebody else is. And of course, you know, a lot of it makes sense, and a lot of it is pointed that Obama's still behind all this. There's yeah, a lot of people are saying that, and that's that's certainly a possibility. Possibility, absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, with everything that's going on, anything is a possibility at this point. That's that's true. That's true. Well, I think our nightmare is about to be over here pretty soon, hopefully. Uh, I mean, this is a, I mean, this is, you know, this is the first time in history that this has happened. Yes, you're right. I was you reading, know? yeah, there was something, I was reading an article and it says it's the first time in history that anything like this has transpired. And I'm like, what? Right. Wait, wow. Right. So, I mean, uh, that's, that's saying so. That means that I don't believe this is just coincidence. It's luck. It's. I believe it's the providence of God. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And, they, and, they, and you know what, brother? You say something really important. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you out, but you say something really, really important. And this is for Christians, for believers. And, and you know, folks, those that, that you that are listening, we want to all, we always say that God is sovereign because it's true. Even when some of you, you know, believe or feel like God is not involved in these things. He is very much involved. He his hand is very much uh, in control of everything, even when evil, even with scams, even the way the country is ran, even when all these horrible things are happening. Guess what, brother? Is he not in control? Yes, and it serves a purpose. Yeah, you know, evil without a purpose. I mean, might really no. in God's universe? No. <laughs> Sorry, no, uh, I, I don't buy into that one. Uh, God doesn't cause evil. He doesn't look, up, he can't look upon it because he's holy. He can't perform it. But when evil does occur, he's able to use it to bring out, to bring good, bring about good. You know, Romans 8, 28, but it's not for the entire world. It's not for the unbeliever. He uses these things to benefit his bride, the church. Mm. Amen. And to advance his kingdom. What has happened over the last three years? People have been waking up to the evil and the corruption in our government in droves. Over mm-hmm. the last three years. So the evil that's been occurring has served a purpose. The purpose of, okay, people have to get out of their stupor and stop making their favorite football team the most important thing in their life and get back into reality. 
mm-hmm. and realize we're losing our country and begin to become active to do something to stop that loss. And people have woke up in, in, in mass numbers to yeah. do that. Right. You know, and so that's where we are now. I'm going to give I'm going to throw something at you real quick. Okay. And we can get into some of these other things going on. I believe that what we're living in today mm-hmm. is a modern version of the book of Esther. Oh, okay. Tell us more. In the book of Esther, Israel was in captivity. Mm -hmm. The American people today are in captivity. Mm. They're in captivity under an income tax system. The FBI just came out this week and said they're going to start targeting Trump supporters. Mm. Okay. I don't consider them to be real cops, by the way. Yeah. If they're not strapping on a gun belt and a vest, getting into a patrol car and answering radio calls and going to domestic violence calls and crimes in progress and home invasions and robberies and burglaries, then they're not real cops. Yeah. If the only thing they're doing is is um, targeting political adversaries of the current president, then they're not real cops. They're just the SS of America. Mm. That's all they are. The fascist SS of America. And for those of you that, as you're hearing this and you're saying, no, how can that be? No, you FBI, really? I attest to that, and I I agree with my brother, and this is the reason being, because I, how should I put it? Okay, there's something I cannot share on the air, but it's very close to, that has to do with the FBI. And yes, they are targeting Trump supporters. Let me tell yes. you that much. I can't share, but yes, it's close. <laughs> to home so they are targeting and they have a list and they're keeping tabs on that list and they're moving down that list slowly Mm -hmm. but surely uh that's as much as i can say brother so it is it is true brother they are targeting and when they say they come out saying they are targeting they are targeting and and that's that goal that they're setting because obviously they it's a they want to take over Big time. Well, they want to. They want to keep the. They want to keep the scamming. They want to maintain the power, that authority. You know, they want to run this country to the ground. <laughs> but that's why. What, that's you, why, why do you think that? Why do you think that is? Why would they want to do that? Because of the globalist brother. What else? There you go. That's that's it's the reason. globalist control. Uh, there, there's something bigger than just the FBI than just uh, you know your local senators and blah 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 there's something bigger it, it, this is a worldwide thing right. what is it brother agenda 20 30 well, part agenda of it. 30 yeah that's what it is all you got to do is look at your state california and what they're doing to understand a little bit about what agenda 2030 is all about mm mm-hmm. And what they're trying to do, they pick California as the test state. Mm. Of course, why you not know. California? <laughs> yeah, why not? I mean, it's, it was the biggest economy state in the United States, mm-hmm. right? And it was, huh. uh, it was ex- really conservative before. Yeah, and oh, they yeah. picked California to try. If they figured if we could take down California, we could take down the rest of the country. Oh yeah. Sure. <clears throat> That's what they figured. Um, my my estimation, they figured wrong. But that's okay. I, I like it when they figure wrong. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know? But the, uh, back to uh, the reason we're, we're living out a modern version of the Book of Esther. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're in captivity. They were in captivity. Um. The king uh, 
fired his queen, right? Because she, mm-hmm. she was being very snobby toward the king. So he opens it up for a new queen. And Esther, a Jew that was in captivity, became mm-hmm. queen. Okay, God arranged that. That was God's providence and his sovereignty. Uh, Her uncle was Mordecai. And Mordecai heard of a a plot to assassinate the king. And he warned uh, the king through Esther that there was this plot. And the king was able to stop that plot and... um, and it, basically, Mordecai had saved his life. Naaman, who worked for the king, didn't know this. And he's riding in his royal horse and his royal robe and everything one day. And everybody's bowing down to him except for Mordecai because Mordecai was a man of integrity. Mm-hmm. And Mordecai said, I'm not bound to any man. I'm, I only bow to God. How many, do we hear a lot of people saying that now? Mm. We do. We do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, so, you know, Naaman got angry. So he decided he's going to do a plot. He falsely accused Mordecai of something he didn't do. Mm-hmm. Now, who does that sound like today? <laughs> that should be an easy one for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Who are they falsely accusing today? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was just in court today. Yeah. So, uh, and then, so Mordecai, but not, here's the, here's the clincher. He not only threatened the life of Mordecai, he said, I'm going to build the gallows and I'm going to hang Mordecai on the gallows. And once I'm done hanging Mordecai, I'm going to get the whole kingdom riled up against the Jews and we're going to go and destroy all the Jews. So if you figure, they're trying to falsely accuse Trump, and they're trying to rally the troops to go and destroy all of his supporters. Mm. It's right out of the book of Ezra. So Mordecai tells Ezra, and uh, um, I mean Esther, Esther, Esther I meant Esther. to say. I keep yeah. saying Ezra. Uh, right out of the book of Esther. So he tells Esther. And she says, well, if I go into the king unannounced, he might kill me. And Mordecai says, well, well the, and oh, actually Esther tells Mordecai, but let's do th- some praying and some fasting, and then I will go in. So she goes in, the king has compassion for her, and she sets up a little banquet, invites Naaman, and at the banquet, she reveals to the king what Naaman was planning to do. And interesting, that night before, the king couldn't sleep, so he asked the, um, the scribe to come in, and he read in the book of, of the law, or the book of history, how Mordecai had saved his life, and he planned to honor Mordecai. Mm. <laughs> but when he was talking about honoring a particular person, Naaman thought it was him that was going to be honored. So what ends up happening? Mordecai is honored by the king, and Naaman is hung on the very gallows that he set up for Mordecai. Yep. So what we're starting to see today is that the people who were going after Trump, and really who they're going after is you and me and all of anyone who's a Christian, anyone who believes the Bible, anyone who goes to church, anyone who believes in conservative values. Uh, those are your Trump supporters, and they're going after them, right? What's mm-hmm. happening is that's starting to reverse, and McCarthy was just hung on the same gallows that he erected for the rest of us. That's what happened. And Gates was acting like Mordecai, or maybe Esther, who was exposing the evil that was going on in Washington, D.C. He gave us a speech today where he said to every last one of them, he said, look, he said, all of you are bought and paid for. You got your big donors. You've got your corporate donors. 
and they own you. They don't own me because he didn't take any of those those bribes. And mm -hmm. he says, and so I'm going to go on the attack, basically, is what he's saying. Yep, yep. So oh, there you go. What's that? No, I said absolutely. It's It's got all the right to defend himself and attack back if he has to. Yeah, and I've been saying that that these these folks are going to, as they're projecting their evil and their sins and their crimes against us and against Trump, it's just projection of what they are doing. Mm -hmm. It's going to circle around and come. It's going to be a boomerang effect, and it's going to come back and hit them. And now it's starting to happen. Oh yeah, and they're starting to get to become indicted on things that they were accusing us of doing. Yep. And yep. I really feel bad for Letitia James and that judge in New York because, boy, when it comes out on them, it's going to hit them Ooh. like a ton of bricks. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it'll be bad. Absolutely. It's not yeah. going to be pretty. Uh, but, hey, that's <laughs> – I mean, you do these things, don't expect to these things to work forever. <laughs> People are going to wake right. up and woo, it's going to hit you right back. All right. Yep, that's how that's how it works. I mean, uh, and so and and we see all of this, and we see what happened this week, and people still say, "Oh, God's not involved in that." Yeah, yeah. That was a that was a, a direct act of God mm -hmm. in Go Congress. Ahead. Why? Because they have mocked him for so long, and you do not mock God for that long. Yep. With, without suffering, eventually suffering the consequences. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the consequences are coming to bear at this time. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So it's been, yeah, so far this week, man, it's, we see some history take place. Uh, uh, new develop, developing things. And I mean, and it's happening again in a time, brother, where folks starting to wake up. They're starting to stand on truth more. They're starting to say enough is enough. Yeah. Again, how can we say God is not in control when these things are happening like that? For the Christian, you keep putting your faith and trust in the Lord. You keep preaching the gospel. God will take care of us. His church is victorious. For those that are unbelievers and starting to see these things, and you know, uh, when it comes to uh, the truth of what's taking place and Man, perfect opportunities for us to share Christ. Perfect opportunity for us to say, yeah, God is in control. And you need to repent, put your faith and trust in him. Right. So I, I, we're, yeah, living, not, we're living in great times, brother. Even with all this we craziness are. going on, you know, I mean, I see it as a blessing. It's the fog of war. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it is a blessing. And, and you know, once the fog clears and we're going to, wake up and go, oh my goodness, I'm so, I'm so <laughs> glad this happened, you know, yeah. but um, yeah, it's, you're absolutely right on that. So, so I'm, I'm sitting there trying to scroll through and see what's anything on the latest. Uh, well, as much as COVID wants to pick up more steam, COVID 2.0, it's not being received very well, bro. <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh, I want to hear that. Go ahead. Tell me about it's it. It's being mocked left and right. People are just fed up. Mm -hmm. It's still interesting, though, to see people with masks here and there. You know, you look at them, you're like, oh, poor soul. Help you. Yeah. Help you. It's true, don't you? You can't yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. Help you, right? Uh, right. But I, I see it more, especially in social media. People are not buying it, bro. The memes are getting funnier and crazier on the response. People are like, nope, I'm not going to do it. People are like, I took the first shot. I didn't do any of the other shots, and I'm not going to take another shot. So it's like, okay, all right, people are starting to wake up. They Now they know the jab was bad. Now they know that, you know, there's a lot of people dropping dead. Do they want to be part of that group of dropping deads? No. So, death syndrome. And uh, yeah. it. And the thing is, is that a lot of people know someone personally that that's happened to. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's increasing. Mm -hmm. 
I'm going to throw a number out there. I'm trying to do it in a way that we don't get hammered on social media. Oh, yeah. But there's <laughs> a number that came out this week out of the Epoch Times concerning that subject matter. Uh-huh. $17 million out of, out of a 17-country um, survey, uh-huh. or a scientific uh, survey. Uh, 17 million pushing mm. up daisies as a result of the Pokemon. What? Pokemon is my way of saying the poo-poo. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> I call it a Pokemon. Poke, oh, that is funny, bro. Po- poke a man. Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Clever, yeah. clever. That's why we call so, them the brain. So or, the Pokemon caused, according to, and this is coming from very, very reliable sources, caused 17 million deaths as a direct mm-hmm. result of the Pokemon. Yeah. That's a lot. 17 million, brother. That is mass genocide. Oh, yeah. Everybody involved with that needs to be tried and needs to needs to be held responsible, needs to be held accountable. Absolutely. Mass, it's mass murder. Bro, but shouldn't that, again, going back to the times, you know, where conspiracy theorists or anybody that adhere, you know, to a conspiracy and they were called a theorist, conspiracy theorist, about, oh, there's no way they're trying to control people. There's no way they're trying to get rid of population. Again, the globalist agenda. If you thought that was conspiracy theory, you might want to rethink that because that number that my brother just said, that's one of the main things in the agenda for the globalist. Depopulation. How do you, how do you become successful in that? Uh, exactly. Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon. Yeah. Poke, there. poke, poke, poke. Just keep poke. on poking all those poke pokes. Poke away. And push Man. up Davies, we will. Yep. Because we believe the lies of the shrill. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> so for those that are waking yep. up, hey, keep on waking up. Keep on fighting back. Stand for the truth. And don't take that stupid jab. COVID 2.0. No, no, just say no. Just tell them go away. No, we can't, we cannot do that again. It was horrible. Horrible, horrible. Oh. I got another one, Bill yeah, Brother. That's why people, that's why people have turned against it because regardless of what the media says, uh-huh. they have personal experience with it. And the media cannot overcome that personal experience. Yep. And that's so that their lies are not panning out anymore. No, no. And that's why, again, we got more people waking up. I mean, there's still a lot of them that are indoctrinated into their mindset, you know, but anyway, yeah. but I see a lot more people like, nah, I don't think so. Mm-mm, sorry. Yeah. And that's a good thing. Oh, absolutely. That's really why we keep encouraging people to say, nope, nope, don't give into it. Don't give into it. Brother, in other news, our favorite uh, governor, that would be, what's his name? Oh, yeah. Gavin, Gavin Scum Newsome. I mean, sorry. I say, I, I don't Gavin know. Gavin Sorry. Did I say that out loud? Is it Gavin Olson? Olson. Newsome. Steal some. I don't know. Something. Oh, some. Oh, he's new? <laughs> he ain't new some. Yeah. Scam some. Actually, scam guy. some. We're going to call him scam some. <laughs> anyway, all right. That, yeah, I'm, oh, man. That amazing, wonderful uh, governor of California, Gavin Newsome. Guess what, brother? He decided to dismiss parents' concerns about policies that prevent schools from notifying parents when their children indicate a desire to change their gender so the new the new Psalms administration filed a lawsuit against a local school district in chino valley in riverside county that's in california that adopted a 
parental notification policy in a recent four to one school board vote. And it says a Rasmussen poll show that 84% of California voters support parental notification policies. Uh, And uh, when a reporter asked Newsom, he responded by saying, why should parents not know if their kids are transitioning at school? That's what the reporter asked Newsom. Newsom responded, it's a hell of a thing. You're talking about 1% of the population. Climate change, that's going to impact 100% of the population, wasn't even brought up. And we're talking about trans issues? <laughs> that's, yeah, he, that's, yeah, that's the, uh, that's the narrative now, is climate yeah. change. Yeah. So, but uh, two teachers in the Escondido School District, just mm-hmm. north of you, brother. It's yeah. a little, it's a little drive up, up uh, fifteen, right? Thirty uh, minutes, thirty minutes, right? Thirty minutes up fifteen north. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, they said no, heck no, we're not obeying that law, and they told the parents, yep, what was going on, mm-hmm. and they came under administration administrative leave because of that. So they went to a Christian organization of lawyers who turned around and sued the school district for, uh, for uh, you know, basically firing those teachers. Yeah. And they brought a lawsuit. Good. Good for them. Yeah. And they said, no, we're not having this. Yeah. It's horrible what they're trying to do. Oh, you got to let the, let the kids live. At that, at that age, are you kidding me? You know, if you would have asked my son at six, seven year old, he thought he could fly. You know what I mean? Like, really? Are you going to let some kid because they feel a certain way? You know, oh, no, they, they, they're they really stuck in a, in a different body. That's not them. No. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> they're kids. You know, they have imaginations. <laughs> they do. I remember when I was a kid, we just put the you know, the towels that you dry off with when you come out of the shower. Yeah. And and, and, a, and a one of those tie pins. Oh, yeah. Or one of those pins, and we would put it around us like Superman and run around pretending like we're Superman, you know. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah, but the thing is, is that um, these school districts are not salvageable. No. no. I don't believe there's, I mean, uh, we can't save them. Yeah. And so my thing is just let them crumble. Absolutely. Let them crumble. Let them, they will fall apart. They will implode from the inside. And people are going to be leaving them in droves as their other alternatives continue. I'm sorry. Other alternatives continue to increase. Mm -hmm. They will pull out in in this government, satanic government school system is going to fall apart, I guarantee you. It is crumbling right in front of our eyes. Yeah. And again, folks, God is in control. He is sovereign. This is a perfect opportunity, especially for the Christian. By any means necessary, put your children in home school. Whichever way you can, do it. Homeschool. A good Christian school, mm-hmm. and, and even in a Christian school, make sure you monitor what's going on. Absolutely. And that's the beauty of homeschooling, that you can monitor, mm-hmm. you know, what subjects your kids are going to be taking, what literature, what programs. Uh, even if you're not in a Christian uh, program that, that you're using for homeschool, you can supplement with a lot of Christian-based curriculums. You can. Yep. As long as you meet the standards for your state, you can supplement whatever you want. Perfect example, my family. Our son Landon is homeschool. Yes, we use a few curriculums that, you know, uh, that uh, adhere to the states, but every supplemental to those curriculums is Bible-based curriculums, brother. And we mm-hmm. still incorporate prayer in the morning. We incorporate devotion in the morning. And, and praise the Lord. His knowledge, not only, you know, for the factual history of things and learning his basic subjects is great. But at the same time, you're teaching him scripture. 
with the supplemental. Yeah. So I encourage it. We thought we were not going to be able to do it. Praise the Lord. He opened the doors. It's been our second year. And I can tell you, folks, it's a blessing. Even when I thought this is impossible, we won't be able to do it. God opened the doors. Praise the Lord. It is working from home. Uh, my wife retiring and now being home 100%. It's been a blessing, brother. And yeah. as we've done this the last yeah. couple of years, and you, I mean, you know this, how, how much worse has the school system gotten in the last couple of years? Oh, exponentially worse, and it was bad when I graduated high school. Exactly. I mean, it's it's horrible today. It's just it's you might you might as well take them to a satanic ritual as to take them to a public school these days. Yeah, it reminded yeah. me when you when you said that it reminded me of Vody uh, Vody Bakum once said in a, in a statement that why are you surprised when your children turn out like Romans? When you're handing them, handing them off to Caesar, right? It was perfect the way he said that, exactly. and I was like, oh, "That makes complete sense." Why are there? I mean, to it it boggles my mind that people can't see this simple concept. Yeah, I mean, really, you trust the world that much as a Christian? Right. You're gonna just. You're going to feed your kids to the wolves and say, oh, they'll be okay with the wolves. The wolves, will be, it'll be fine. Yeah. Really? Have we lost our sense of biblical truth? Yeah, we have. We need to get it back. Mm-hmm. And get off of this emotional, experiential Christianity. It's You know what that is? It's nothing more than mind control. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is read books like the Tavistock Institute. And you learn all about that stuff, how mind control functions. And that's what modern Christianity is giving us. <clears throat> Marketing and mind control. That's what, There's no power in that. The power is in the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, and we need to stop denying that. Mm. We think we got to do some modern marketing technique and then some mind control music technique to to affect people, really, then you don't believe in the power of God. Mm. If that's what you're doing, you're not a church. Yeah. Amen. You know, you're just a psychological mind control institution. Yeah. And let me add something, brother, to this, too. It's it's always, it, it hit me hard when, when I finally got it. Uh, um, you know, and, and going to through paradigm shifts in my you know, and my faith, uh, and my faith path. It's folks, for those of you that are of the mentality that you send your kids to the public school system, because how else can we evangelize those that are lost? You need to wake up. I mean, I want to give you a whole, uh, a, a spiritual slap every once in a while. Uh, no, you don't send your children that you are instructing and still guiding and still you know showing them how to understand and see life into the wolves they're not your you know your hook to evangelize people you go out there and stand in the street and preach amen exactly that's exactly what i was thinking stop laying on your children what is your responsibility and stop being a little coward cowering in the corner and telling your kids oh go to school and evangelize while i cower in the corner like a little scared christian get your butt up off the doggone couch and you go do what you've just told your kids to do at school amen it is unbelievable brother if you want to grind mine in your gears do that hey yeah Again, my brother would probably give you a good chop. <laughs> but, bro, yes, it, it's something that it's very irritating that, you know, Christians use that. Oh, we need to evangelize. Well, you, you know, we're going to use our kids and in them to public school. Really? Are you kidding me? That's just an excuse. You know what all that is? The only reason they say that is because it's a good excuse to be lazy. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I say it. There's no virtue in saying that. I'm sick of the fake virtue. Mm -hmm. I'm sick of the Pharisees in the church. Yep, yep. I'm sick of the Judaizers. I'm sick of these people that make all these good-sounding phrases 
but they're wicked as could be. Yep. Stop it with the Christianese. We don't need that anymore. No, we're done with it. We're done. Get your dog on life right with Christ and go out and do what he commanded you to do and stop with this nonsense. Yep. Come out and be separate, says the Lord. Separate from what? Separate from a world that wants to devour your kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doesn't but, mean that you can't go out and tell people about Christ. There's nothing amen. wrong with that. But amen. you don't hobnob with the world. I mean, that's the problem with Congress. They're hobnobbing with the globalists. Mm-hmm. They're hobnobbing with the, the bribery and the corruption. And saying, well, we have to kind of do that to get things done. Well, then every daggum one of you need to be tossed out on your ears because you have no doggone integrity. Mm, 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 mm. You're not worth crap. Yep, yep. And folks, if we seem a little angry or agitated, we are. We're not going to lie. We are. But -hmm. at the same time, we do love Christ and we love the church. We love folks that are of the flock. We want to encourage you. We want to challenge you. We want to be able to encourage you where you be a Berean and do the right things. And the reason why we do this, it's because we were there at some point in our lives. We came to a paradigm shift in our biblical path that has continued to reform our state of mind. We reform every day. God is revealing through His Holy, through the Holy Spirit these things to us. And it's important that we... Point the Christian, hey, look, check us out. This is why, because I was there at one point. My mental, my mentality was like that. We want to encourage you. Yes, preach the gospel, but your children are not the way to do it. Can Christ work and God work through your children? Absolutely. But it is our responsibility. And this goes directly to fathers, dads. You guys need to step up, man. Seriously. We need to step up. We need to make ourselves accountable. We need to be, we need to suck it up. We need to die to self and we need to serve our wives and our children. Yep. And go serve your church as well. Yeah, it's time for men to stop being cowards. It's time for men to stop being little wusses and stop being crybabies and stop complaining and moaning and groaning every time something doesn't go your way. Stand mm-hmm. up, be a man, take the hit and keep fighting. Good night. We're such a whiny generation. We really are. I mean, it's yeah, sad. It's true, bro. It's you true. Know? Good. I mean, come on. That's true. You know, is it because <laughs> we come from tougher generations? Yeah, sure, we do. We do. But, yeah. You know, but at the same time, it's like, man, it's just it's heartbreaking, brother, to see men just not acting like men. Yeah, you better step step up because yep. if you don't, you're going to lose everything. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, now's the time. If we mm-hmm. let another generation pass without stepping up and go and taking up our sword and going to battle, we are condemning the, our the, our next generation and, and on down the line mm-hmm. to a world that is going to be very very hostile. Yeah. Toward Christ and his followers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And, and, and it's a world that's going to be self-destructing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They're going Absolutely. to have a reprobate mind. God will turn them over to their reprobate mind, mm-hmm. and they will self-destruct and destroy themselves. Why? Because their fathers and their grandfathers were too lazy and too dumb to do the job. Oh no, no. Who's who who's ahead in the football ratings is more important. Mm, yeah. No, it's not. Forget dog on football. Forget basketball. Forget baseball. Forget the sitcoms. Get off your butt and start fighting for the next two generations. Mm. Mm. I'm daggum mm. serious. Yep. We're too distracted. Absolutely. Turn and the they, stupid media off and and open up your Bible. Mm-hmm. The Absolutely. one that doesn't require a battery and an on on button. 
Yep. Yeah. Man, bro, it's like, yep, it it lights a fire on you because it's, man, we need to, we need to wake up. We need to, you know, set our minds on things above and it starts, especially with us, man, we gotta, man, we gotta man up. We have to suck it up. We have to serve, 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 serve. Yep. Stop complaining about everything else in life, nothing going your way. So what? And and don't think that Donald Trump Trump or the government is going to save you. They're, they're right. not. Now, I think Trump is a modern-day Cyrus. I do. I mm-hmm. think God is using him for a purpose. Sure, right. But it's God that saves. It's not, not the person. I mean, Cyrus didn't save anybody, nor did, I mean, God, even Moses. God used Moses. Mm-hmm. Moses wasn't the deal. It was the God behind Moses that was the deal. Yeah. Right? Right. We got to get that straight in our heads. Absolutely. Now, I'm all for Trump. Don't get me wrong, because I think he's the best man for the job. But I don't expect him to be perfect. Absolutely. And he's not going right. to be my pastor. Exactly. And you thank, you for, thank you for saying that, because I was going to say, yeah. for those that, that are, oh, but Trump, his character is flawed. You know, and, and and the way he's talking to people, visit? and I'm thinking, really? Have you not? Yeah, no, no, yeah, that. Have yeah, you not read about yeah. David, King David? Right. Do you know what he did? Have you not read about you know right. the things he did, the things he said? Maybe and guess one what? Person who's not flawed. Exactly. The Bible is full of flawed let's, people. Let's go, they got used. Go back, <laughs> people who say that. Let's go back to their college days and see what we can dig up. How about that? Exactly. I, I bet you'd be a lot more than just locker room talk. Yeah, right, right. And people can't change. They're just going to, what they were in their 20s and 30s is what they will be for the rest of their life. I mean, that's just it. That's what they're going to be. I mean, come on, people. Yep. Get a couple of brain cells inside your head and think. Yep. Are you the same? You know, people, you guys were in your 50s and 60s. Are you the same that you were when you're when, when you were in your 20s? course not you're a completely different person that's right because you mature and you grow and you learn from your mistakes oh but no that can't apply to trump Uh uh-uh because we hate him right Right. (laughs) you know i mean come on get off get off a good reason to be hated (laughs) i'm like what really oh man really It's, okay, uh, you Pharisees, whew. go vote for somebody else then. I mean, <laughs> vote who you want. I mean, I'm not going to tell you to vote for it, but at least when you vote, do it with a clear head. Yeah. You yep. know? Yeah. Get the, get in, get informed and don't, yeah. believe, don't believe things in the media. And for you Christian right. men, man, we love you guys and we want to encourage you and we challenge you in this regard. For those that think, oh, you're too harsh on on, on men. You're too, no, we're not. No, we're, we're men. No. We can take it. No. We need come on. to. If you're a man, you can handle that. You can <laughs> handle that. Yeah. Yeah. If you think that, then you're not been, you have not been around men very, very much. <laughs> How many guys that watch football played football and your coach got all over you? Exactly. Right? Exactly. How many of you were in the military and you walked into boot camp and the first thing you got was a whooping? <laughs> And D.I. Exactly. got up in your face. Mm-hmm. You know totally. why? Because he, he needed to toughen you up. That's why. Yep. That's right. You That's know, right. and you handled it. So, yeah, don't don't give me that. Unless you were just some, unless you're, you know, an infeminate wuss, then okay, you know, sorry. <laughs> yep. yep. Don't, don't climb back to mama. <laughs> yeah. It, it'll happen, bro. It's going to, it'll happen. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, buck oh, up. Man. Come on, buck up and handle it. Get, get 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 a little bit of guts and some broad shoulders and deal with life is not nice, okay? The 11th commandment, thou shalt be nice. No, I'm sorry. Life doesn't work that way. Okay? All right. We got to live in reality. That's right. Amen. Amen. Other than that, brother, we got nothing more. We got not much to say. 
<laughs> nah, not much happening. We just, we just wanted happening. to get out here and ramble. <laughs> that's right. That's right. No, good stuff. I'm glad we got to uh, no. spend some time speaking on these things. And folks, yeah. we want to encourage you. Stay encouraged. Put your faith and trust in the Lord. And always seek out truth. And if you're doubtful about many of these things, reach out to somebody that has wisdom, that is discerning, to walk along with you. If you have any questions yeah, for us, anybody. that's right. Just not anybody. Somebody that, you know, a godly man that can guide you and instruct you correctly. There you go. Bibic, biblically. biblically. Bible-believing godly man. Yes. That's right. That's right. Yeah. An older man that's had some life experience. Yep. That won't that won't feed you a bunch of garbage, but he'll be real straight with you. Amen. Amen. That's what that's what we need. We need somebody to straight with us. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know? absolutely. I mean, I, I'm gonna tell you right now, brother. My you know, my daughter who's the deputy sheriff, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she gets real straight with me. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be talking about things and she'll say, Dad, you you need to do things differently in this particular area, and, and she'll just lay it right out. And you know what I do? I go, okay, I'll I'll take that in con- into consideration. Amen. Do I go whining Amen. off into the corner? My daughter was mean to me. No, I don't do that. <laughs> she yeah. knows that. She knows I can handle it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and see, my children, you know, will say kind of the same thing. Hey, Dad, you said this, but then you're doing this. Basically, call me a hypocrite. And I'm like, I see what you did there. It hurt. But you know, I'm going to consider that because, yeah, I, I teach you this way. Yeah. Because, and later on, I come back. You know what? I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I will change, and I will. I'm a work in progress. Continue to yeah, me. Exactly. Got to be teachable. Amen. Yeah, Amen. I was reading about Apollos, and he was teachable. Out of uh, it was out of uh, Acts. If you want to read about it, guys, it was out of Acts 17, 18. That right, right around that area. Read about Apollos. Amen. Brother, we're running out of time. Let's close this out. Okay. All right. Shut us down. All right. God bless, folks. Uh, um, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to be motivational. So (laughs) remember, keep your mind sharp and heart pure. We'll see you next time. We'll cut. Cut. We'll catch you on the flip side. (laughs) You have been listening to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to listen to the Vortex Apologetic. It is our prayer that God is glorified and that you are richly blessed by this podcast. We are living in amazing times, and it is a privilege to encourage and strengthen your Christian walk through the use of modern technology. Therefore, remember that you can find us at thevortexapologetic.com, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and all major podcast providers. Just search for The Vortex Apologetic, and there you will find us. Thank you again, and remember, keep your mind sharp and your heart pure. God bless.